I want to talk to you guys about a very, very special case report. I have a patient, let's just call her, I don't know, Linda. This is definitely not the same Linda as I used before, but let's just call her Linda. I first met Linda in the hospital. She had an actual cardiac condition, and it was atrial fibrillation, which is an abnormal heart rhythm. She was admitted to the hospital with an abnormal heart rhythm, and they consulted me to help make it go away. And obviously, that's my main job is to fix heart rhythms. I'm a cardiologist. That's what I do. But I'm also a lifestyle coach, a lifestyle medicine, obesity medicine, fit personal trainer, certified personal trainer, weight loss guru. You know, I've been teaching weight loss for, you know, almost over 22 years now. And usually I don't just leave patients hanging like, yeah, hey, let me take care of your atrial fibrillation and, uh, you know, see you later. No big deal. That's probably what most uh, physicians would do. Although I, I can't speak for everyone. I know a lot of really amazing physicians, but definitely one of the downfalls of modern medicine is that they just don't have enough time to talk to you and help you uh, as much. So anyways, Linda got discharged. She's in normal rhythm. She comes and sees me in the office, right? And this is where it gets really weird. Not weird, but um, weird for me. So if you guys have noticed, I'm not usually an emotional person most of the time. I think medicine kind of hardens you. And there's a few times in, in, in my career where I've started bawling and crying. Um, and this was almost one of them. But Linda comes to see me in the office. We're talking. We talk about the atrial fibrillation, the medications she's going to be on, all of that. And then I look at her and I say, all right, so what are you doing for weight loss? And she looks at me and I was like, you know, we got to get you to lose some weight. This will help with the atrial fibrillation. She gives me this kind of like, weird stare. And I'm thinking to myself, oh God, what did I do? But it gets worse. The weird stare turned into tears. And as a physician, we're not always like the best people to deal with tears, right? You know, we're not, you know, some are super compassionate and kind and empathetic. And I, and I believe I am. But no one really kind of teaches you like, what do you do when somebody just starts bawling? But anyways, I mentioned the, 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 the word weight loss and she just starts bawling. Tears are flowing. She's crying. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what did I do now? And I was like, so a few thoughts went through my head. One of them was, okay, how do I get out of this one? But the other one was like, you know, compassionately, like I, I'm not the kind of doctor that's just going to lie to you. I'm not going to be like, you know what? Maybe you don't need to lose weight. No. She was, I think, probably 320, maybe 335 pounds, somewhere in that range. So I'm not the kind of doctor who's going to lie to you and be like, ah, you know what, forget the weight loss. You don't need to lose weight. You're an amazing person. You you know, you're great. You're not, you're healthy. Don't worry about it. Because it's not true. Probably what gave her the atrial fibrillation was sleep apnea. And most of the time that's caused by being overweight or obese. So I looked at Linda and I was like, oh, I didn't know what to say. I kind of looked at her and I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We don't have to talk about weight loss right now. It's not a big deal. Like, like if you guys know me, I'm obsessed with weight loss. Like literally I've spent the last 20 years, 25 maybe, even since I was 17. So we can go back like 30 years if you want to. But 30 years of my life trying to lose weight, helping people lose weight, researching weight loss. I mean, I read the Atkins book like right when it came out, then the South Beach diet, sugar busters, like literally Every diet you can imagine from the late 80s to early 90s, I've read and or tried. And I feel like I now know what actually works and what doesn't work. So I didn't want to leave 
Linda hanging and it's not my, my, I'm not the kind of doctor that's just going to leave you hanging just because you're upset or you're sad or you didn't like the way I said something. Not in a bad way. Like I'm not in compassionate. I feel like I'm super compassionate, but it's my inner being. It's my inner soul to say, Hey, listen, let's get some weight off now. So I'm not going to like ignore it. And, and even though she started crying, I wasn't going to just drop it there and say, Never mind, just forget about it. We don't have to worry about that. No, not at all. So she looks at me and she goes, oh, you know, it's not that. It's okay. We can talk about weight loss. But she's like, I'm crying because no one else has ever talked to me about weight loss. And obviously I was shocked. I was like, what do you mean? She said, look at me. I'm 330 pounds. I've been trying to lose weight my entire life. Not one single doctor has ever talked to me about weight loss. So I was obviously quite shocked because I, I couldn't imagine this. You know, how is this even possibly true? You know, someone who's over 300 pounds and not a single doctor says, hey, do you want to lose weight? So I was absolutely floored. This is not normal for me. Most of the patients that I see and talk to them about weight loss, multiple other physicians have tried to talk to them about weight loss. So she continues, she says, listen, Dr. Allo, I, I just want to thank you because no one has ever said to me, let's lose some weight together. You, you want me to lose weight and that will help obviously a lot of my problems and I've never been able to lose weight before. I was like, oh, I got you. Don't worry about it. We can absolutely make you lose weight. Let's try a few things. And so first we tried calorie restriction and calorie counting, which obviously does work. Um, there's no way to lose weight if you're not cutting calories or, you know, you know, reducing caloric intake. So we put her on a calorie restricted diet and she started losing some weight. And that's usually what I do. I usually put patients on a uh, calorie restricted diet. I help them download my fitness pal, tell them how many calories to eat. I do some calculations. She started doing what I say and she started losing weight. She lost the usual 10 to 15 pounds and you know, gets a little excited. She's maybe like 301, 305 at this point, you know, maybe a little more. I don't remember the exact numbers. And obviously this is working. We're getting her in every month or so. And she's doing well, but I was like, you know what, Linda, there's a few other things we can do. There, There's pills we can add. And you know, lots of patients are like, oh my God, you know, if they take pills, they think it's a failure. I was like, you know, there's pills we can add. They can help you lose weight much faster. And I don't remember if Linda was one of those patients, but there are some patients and some people that feel that it is a failure if you now have to put them on pills or insulin or, you know, diabetes meds or blood pressure meds, whatever. They feel like they failed, not realizing that a lot of the stuff is genetic and it's just a, you know, it's just another tool to help them lose weight faster or get their diabetes under control faster, lose weight to get their diabetes under control, what have you. So I, I talked to Linda, but I was like, listen, there's some really old medications that are cheap and generic that we can use to help you get weight off. And it works pretty, pretty well. And if you want to, uh, I think this would be an, a good addition. It'll make it easier for you to stick to your calorie count. I forget what calorie count we put her on. I'm assuming if she was over 300, I'd probably put her on like 2,800 calories, maybe something in that range. And if you're not used to calorie counting, it, it it's kind of hard in the beginning because you don't really know what you're doing. But definitely it works. So I put her on one of these uh, older medications. Um one of the pill ones, and I forget exactly which one I did, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I could figure it out if I go back and look. But either way, 
The next month, she comes back in, and this is the state of Ohio. They're super strict about these medications. You can only be on them for like three months. So we want to maximize all the weight loss you can before putting you on these medications. They've now since changed the rules, but it, up until February 28th, 2023, these were the rules we had. So we put her on this medication. We maximized all three months. She lost like 30, maybe 40 pounds, something in that range, right? And then the state of Ohio changed the laws, and now we can keep her on these medications much, much longer. And it's no longer uh, limited. You previously had to be only on them for three months, then take a six-month vacation, then go back on them and not, not regain your weight and all this. They've changed all of that. So I'm not going to get into the rules. This is beyond this, you know, the topic of this podcast. But the state of Ohio changed all their rules for that. So thank God they did, actually. But either way, um, back to Linda. So Linda loses a lot of weight. I think she lost 30 or 40 pounds on, on just that. So I th I'm thinking she's in the neighborhood of like 280, maybe 290 now. It's the lowest she's ever weighed in you know, decades. And she's super happy. The atrial fibrillation's under control. Hypertension, diabetes, getting better, all of that stuff. More active, you know, what have you. So then, you know, we're, we're, she kind of gets to a point where she kind of is at a standstill. And I don't want her to lose steam, right? You know, it, it can be very disconcerting sometimes when you are doing so, so well. And then all of a sudden the, the weight loss stops or you stall out a little bit so we added one of the new glp medications i think ozempic maybe monjaro one of those two and weight starts coming off again and it's coming off obviously a lot faster the more of these medications you stack on the more profound and quickly and significant the weight loss and so she starts you know taking these uh medications the it's the once a once a week injection and the weight starts coming off again we go on for like almost all the rest of 2023, January 2024, this past month, Linda comes back and she's like 216 pounds. So she's lost almost 110, 120 pounds at this point. And this time around, she looks like a new person. She's wearing a suit coat. She's wearing nice jeans, nice shoes, you know, all dressed up fancy. And so one of the things you'll notice and people notice this, you know, in the in the mindset of weight loss is when you actually lose weight and now you feel more confident as a person. Previously, you know, she used to dress, I forget exactly, but, you know, like most people who are quite overweight, usually wear baggy clothes, you know, loose sweats, things like that, because it's comfortable, it's easy to get on, you know, it's harder to put on, you know, nicer clothes. Plus, you don't feel confident enough to wear nicer clothes. So this time she comes in dressed like super nice, super fancy, super happy, talking to everyone, laughing, you know, just like a totally new person, like super inspiring, super, you know, confident. I just love it when we're able to help change people's mental attitude and mental well-being as well as their physical uh, well-being. So that was super amazing to watch. Um, that That to me is worth it, you know, People on medications, um, what, you know, however we help them lose weight, whether it's with medications or just lifestyle, you know, diet, exercise, what have you, it's always like such a fascinating and amazing transformation to see this. And I'm glad I could be a part of it, um, which is why, I, you know, started posting online because a lot of these doctors that do the weight loss stuff now, they don't really know. I mean, they've not been doing it long enough. They, they think you just throw everybody on Ozempic. Like I talk about this a lot. I look up my podcast on pop-up Ozempic clinics, you can't just prescribe everyone Ozempic and think they're going to lose weight because you know what? They're going to lose a little bit of weight, 
10, 15 pounds, but then they're not. You know, I, I have so many patients that come to me after seeing someone else where they lost a few pounds here and there, maybe lost 20, but then they don't. They, it kind of stalls out. Now, of course, there's always these people that just lose like tons of weight and keep losing it. Absolutely. No question. But then to know that you're good or to know that your doctor is good is what do they do once you stall? Let's say 90% of patients lose the amount of weight that they want. What do you do with that 10% that didn't lose it? What do you do with the Michael who's down only 30 pounds and really stuck? He's been stuck for six months and he still needs to lose another 100 more or 200 more. What do you do with Abby who's down only five pounds, hasn't lost anything on Ozempic or any of these medications. What do you do with, you know, John that's like not feeling good at all, getting the weird side effects, can't take anything. Like, what do you do with those people? That's where the experience comes in and the knowledge comes in and having more data and more experience comes in. Anybody can do a telemedicine. You could see a nurse practitioner or a doctor, or PA, whoever, telemedicine in another state that happens to have a license in your state and they just prescribe you Ozempic or do the, you know, compounded semaglutide and inject you once a week or whatever it is and goodbye, you'll never see them again. You can do that. Lots of people do that. But that's not where value comes in. When somebody actually knows what they're doing, they know how to deal with the tough cases. Like it's not, it's cool to be a cardiologist when you know how to deal with blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, valve disease, atherosclerosis, all that kind of stuff. But it's the tough cases that matter because they don't send me the usual hypertensives. When somebody sends me a hypertensive patient, they don't send me the normal ones. They send me the ones that are like hard to control. They're on like three, four different medications and we don't know how to get them off medications. That's what they send me. So it's very important to get enough experience to know what you're doing and in a way to help your patients. So if you like this kind of stuff, please share it with others. I really want to get this information out there to as many people as possible so we can help as many people as possible. If you like this and you want to talk to me every day via text, via, through an app, or in my community, we do Zoom lives every Monday. If you want to join my Zooms, go to drallo.net slash community, and I hope to see you in there, and we will talk in the next episode. Peace. <laughs>